All right, Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun joins us now. And Vaughn, I know you hate to say I told you so. Well, I think the signs have been out there for a while, building up. Yes. On the other hand, I'm hearing from people who say, totally unfair to engage in hindsight. We've never been here with this before. You're second-guessing Dr. Henry. You're second-guessing the government. So, you know, um, I... (laughs) I'm hearing the debate on Whistler and the restaurant industry. Whistler and the restaurant industry saying, totally unfair, no yeah. warning this was coming. And then on the other channel, people are saying, there's been plenty of warnings. That's what I said. I said that too this morning. I thought, I, how can anybody say that? If you did, then you were completely blind as to what was going on in your restaurant and in your community. Yeah, no, and uh, Dr. Henry told us yesterday, particularly in the case of Whistler, that WorkSafe uh, inspectors descended on Whistler uh, the other last week and found they found that as soon as people started drinking in the evening, and the problem wasn't on the ski slopes, right? As soon as people started drinking in the evening, um, the staff in the restaurant said, we can't control people anymore. And uh, so that's where that one came from. Um, The other thing she said, which I thought was interesting, is through contact tracing, they found that people were going to Whistler and bringing the virus back to their communities. And that's the other area of complaint that I've been hearing overnight is, you know, this is unfair to my business or my community or my family or uh, whatever, my region, because of bad behavior elsewhere. But Dr. Henry said this, this is the problem, is that people were going to high-risk areas and bringing the virus back to low-risk areas. And that was another problem. That's why, you know, here in Vancouver Island, uh, people are going, well, come on, this is Surrey, right? Why the hell should we be punished? Well, as I heard Dr. Henry saying yesterday, we've got Brazilian variant cases in the interior of British Columbia. Yeah, uh, We've got a uh, case count on the rise here on the island. So... Uh, whether we like it or not, we're all in this together, and we're going to suffer together. Um, also, if you if you do that, I think, and I, I was, we're going to talk to someone from Penticton about that because I know they're advocating for this. But if you give one area a pass, doesn't that just allow people in that area to think they're not affected by this, and then you have the same problem? Yeah, you know, we're flooded from the anecdotal evidence of visitors from other parts of Canada here. I mean, there's travel back and forth between British Columbia and Alberta because of work and all kinds of reasons. There's travel back and forth between the island and the mainland because people live in one place and work in the other. But we're also getting visitors here because for the longest time, Canadians in other parts of Canada were being told, hey, British Columbia has done really well, which we had for a while, Their numbers are better than other places, and they've got spring weather, too, before the rest of Canada. So come to British Columbia. So, you know, I don't know. There's, there's, yes, uh, I mean, I'm in the second-guessing business. I'm not going to apologize for (laughs) saying what little I've learned from hindsight. Um, The other thing I think I should do, Simi, is um, acknowledge that Premier John Horgan did show up yesterday. And in the past, I've criticized Horgan for only showing up for good news. Um, It wasn't good news yesterday. He let it off. He said, I think I need to be here. And I give him credit for all of that because it was not a happy day to be Premier of British Columbia. And you were delivering some pretty stern messages, including to 
a key demographic for the New Democrats. Um, I think it's interesting, uh, two of the younger New Democrats have taped uh, comments on Twitter talking to their generation. I don't know if you've seen the Bowen Ma yeah. one, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, the Premier said it, right? He said, um, you know, uh, old people like me uh, are, are following these daily briefings and obsessed with the uh, virus and when they're going to get their vaccine, but uh, people in the 20 to 39 age demographic aren't paying attention and they're a big part of the problem, and the Premier appealed directly to them. He said, "We, you have to help us not blow this, because uh, you're a big part of the problem, and the case count is rising in that demographic. You know, 24 hours ago, Vaughn, when you and I were talking, we were really emphasizing the mixed messaging, right? Where it yeah. felt like the province had been saying to us, you know, be good, like we, we trust you to be good, and now all of a sudden they're cracking down. What about all that mixed messaging that we got? Well... I mean, it's, I guess the only thing I would say, it is a complicated story, right? It is a classic on the one hand, on the other hand story. But I think there is, there has been a problem for a while of um, the vaccine is at hand, the end of the tunnel is in sight, uh, the news is better, the weather is getting warmer, the virus doesn't spread well. Um, and a natural human tendency to seize on the bits of news that search, suit your self-interest. And I think that's why we had such a high um, uh, spike in travel, uh, family travel, you're outdoor, saying people hear what indoor they... and outdoor activity during spring break. You're right? saying people and hear what they want to hear. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you said the other day that you've, you've learned a lot about human nature through oh, this sure thing. And yeah, I mean... It was interesting to hear, to contrast Dr. Henry and the Premier on the age demographic issue. So the Premier says to 20 to 39-year-olds, you're the problem, you've got to help us here, you've got to protect your elders and all that. Dr. Henry says, you know, it's been really tough on young people. They're going through something that... Um, you know, is is harder on them because social interaction is a bigger deal. And let's recognize they are, a lot of them, living in small places, in basements, having no social contact. They don't have, they maybe don't have a family. They maybe don't, uh, aren't able to interact. So, you know, uh, that old line, uh, we're all in this together, except some of us are in very, very different circumstances. And Dr. Henry, I would say on that one, um, she's been accused of having a soft touch, but I think she is certainly more sympathetic to the younger demographic than the premier was yesterday. Uh, let's talk about the reason why they're taking this step. And obviously it is because of the variants, right? They mentioned their growing problem with the P1 variant. That's the problem in Whistler. Yeah, the P1 variant. So this is the one that was originally detected in Brazil, and Brazil is in the middle of a nightmare with this. And we don't fully understand how this got here and why it's spreading, but it is a serious problem. Um, the variants in general are a problem all over the place, so that's true. We're still mostly the variant that was identified in the UK. But again, Dr. Henry said, you know, we've got variant to P1 variant cases showing up in the interior of British Columbia. So it's not entirely understood, but the contact tracing uh, shows um, this is increasingly taking the place, 
the variants are increasingly taking the place of the original COVID-19 virus in BC. And the problem, Simi, as you know with that, is mm-hmm. uh, first of all, it's more transmissible and the indications elsewhere are that the Brazilian variant may also be resistant to some of the vaccine treatment. We may have to tweak our vaccines at some point to deal with it. So Hmm. there's plenty to worry about there. I, uh, you know, I think we can argue about whether or not they should have acted sooner. I think they should have. But um, I think the the strong measures we got yesterday are necessary. I I think we just, some of it's just shock treatment, right? Exactly. And, and I think that was also necessary to, no, focus on this. Don't just think about w- which part of the message you like. Right. Uh, let's talk about how this is going to impact businesses. Did the Premier discuss that about help for businesses? Yeah, he says that uh, Ravi Kalon, the economic minister, met with industry representatives uh, on Monday morning before the announcement. And I think that's why we sort of knew what was coming yesterday. It was already spreading. And and he said, the Premier said, that the government, uh, that Kalon is on it, they are working on it, there will be some sort of relief support backup uh, for people that are affected by what happened to their business last night. Um, he said he wouldn't be able to share details because the government is still working on a response, but there will be a response. They recognize that this is going to be tough on people who just got their jobs back and just yeah. got their business open. So there is some relief coming there. And, you know, again, um, that's the balance point of no warning. We're doing this right away. Well, we're doing it right away. But the flip side of that is there will be help. All right. We'll see what happens. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That is Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there talking about all the new rules and the reasoning behind it.